Yes, I am Brad Franklin, publisher of CatsCorner.com, coming to you live from the place where Franklin State's in the west end of Richmond, where it is Tuesday, April the 14th. Virginia has picked up a very nice commitment from transfer wing uh, Trey Murphy. We will talk about that and maybe get into some of the... Um, <laughs> I don't want to say folks got greedy, but for a little while there, it felt like maybe some some more stuff might be happening uh, with five star 2021 um, prospect uh, Trevor Keels. We will get into that as well. Uh, before we get started, let's go around and introduce everybody up in Fishersville. David Spence is back on the show. How's it going, my friend? <laughs> I mean, it's going, Brad. I, I'm trying to come up with some funny stuff every week, but it gets tougher every week. So that's why I have to take two weeks to come up with anything. <laughs> uh, who days on the board at who days on Twitter. And up in Reston, staff writer Justin Ferber is also back on the program. How's it going, dude? It's about the same. <laughs> We're in like... My hair is a little bit longer. The pollen <laughs> is a little bit worse. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we're getting used to it. Yeah, you, you know. know. Going through the stages of, uh, you know, social grief. Social grief. We've, re- we've reached acceptance. We've reached acceptance. <laughs> That's good. Oh yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter, I guess. Uh, <laughs> at Justin underscore on Twitter. I'm actually on Twitter, like looking at it all the time because there's nothing else to do. But I'll tweet every once in a while. Cavs Corner is also on Twitter. Cavs underscore Corner, great place for in-game updates, content items, and uh, the occasional Woody banter. Um, also, we don't miss or whatever. We just don't miss. <laughs> we just don't miss. Okay, I don't want to start there. We'll finish there. Um, so Trey, well, I guess we, we did, wait. Did did they not? Did they miss? Did they not miss? Wait, I kind of want to circle back to Ferber's thing about the haircuts because I think I need to cut my hair again. I cut my hair already yeah. once, and I and I haven't decided if I want to just let it go or well, this is like a or, fun social you know like do it right? myself and botch it. But if I botch it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, right? Because you could, you, you, it'll grow back before you see humans again. You know, like just don't put your stuff on Instagram. Um, Dave, what's your hair? What's your haircut situation? <laughs> I, my plan was to pull the ferber and let it go, and right. I went five or six days, and because I was already overdue, so I was going to go rush the last day to get a haircut, and it was packed. So I was like, I'm just going to let it go. And then five or six days in, I just start. I feel like I start feeling bad about myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You just look in the mirror like nothing's nothing's. I just couldn't do it, so I I shaved most of my hair off. I was gonna go with the full buzz cut, but um, my widow's peak is getting a little higher, so I didn't get that bold. I just let that long, but yeah, put a hat on. Looks like I got a fresh cut. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, real talk. All right. I can grow a beard, but it goes in a hundred different directions, and my hair is the exact same way. So, like, I have like thirty cowlicks around my head, and so, like, if you don't like tame that thing, you really guys got to like let it go. And so I was like, all right, you know what I'll do? I have clippers from the beard trimming. You know what? I'll 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 like go on YouTube. My grandfather was a barber, right? I'll go on YouTube and I'll figure out how to get like do some sort of fade situation. Right. And I didn't do a bad job, honestly, really didn't do a bad job, was not afraid to like go out and, you know, to the grocery store. I was not like I mean, I was more afraid of the coronavirus than I was about like people, you know, human seeing my really botched haircut. Um, But I think I just didn't go short enough because now I'm like, dude, it's April and (laughs) my barbershop's not open back up until mid-June. I got to do something. So I think next week I might have to because I think at this point I'm not going to be able to let it go. Go. You know what I mean? Like it's just not enough time. Um, so I think I'm going to, I'm going to try to fade it again. Um, but I don't know, man, I feel like every time I do it, my hair gets grayer and I don't know like who to blame for that. 
Um, Mother Nature. Well, I would I'm, just I'm say, currently sending you guys a picture of what my hair will look like in about two weeks. So enjoy that. <laughs> Not, it doesn't really work for the rest of the people listening because it's this isn't a visual medium. But you know, what's really funny is I've always listened to podcasts where they talk about like their super secret text channel, right? That you know, because the people who listen to the show they can't see it. Um, and now I'm really I'm really glad that we've talked about the text thread before, but now we have an image that we c- I could put. You know, I could put it in the show notes. I'm not going to. Yeah, I think you should. Hold on, let me let me <laughs> see. Hold on, I gotta. Look. Where's my phone? All right, let's see. I mean, it's a pretty easy description. Wow. I'm just trying to figure out which UVA. That's Ferber. like the Cody Statman, right? Ferber Ferber looks like if you took a chia pet and crossed it with a fret boy. Yeah, I look like if it's like, like fret boy chia pet. Like, I look like if Jesse Eisenberg in the Social Network wasn't smart. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hat is is that? An Atlanta Braves hat? What hat? What kind of hat is that? Um, my guess is it's like a Radford hat. Or it's something. a Radford. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go Highlanders. Okay. Actually, you know what? For I, I, we need you to do this. We need you to grow the hair out so it gets nice and curly. Um, but with no my 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 middle nephew uh, has grown his hair out specifically, and I'm not kidding about this. My sister listened to the show, so she's she's gonna be dying in a second. But he legitimately grew his hair out just because he wanted to look cool under a baseball helmet. Like that was his whole. He's been growing. That's his hair what it's all about for months. He just wanted to be able to do like a hair flip, basically, yeah. right? And so then, uh, when they, you know, they basically don't have baseball, and I was asking me, there's like Ben, why don't you just cut your hair? He's like, well, I mean, I'm in it now. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. His head, his head, legitimately, I mean, it looks five times larger than it actually is, and he's related to me, so he's got a very large dome. Um, yeah, Ferber, you really got to grow that out. Wow, there's another one that just came through yeah. that is stellar. Ferber, you look you you look like forget you, the podcast plans. This is the new plan. <laughs> <We're> just... <laughs> Wait, Ferber, you look you look like you ran away from some British rock band here. That one's really bad. That's really bad. Are you wearing a pinky ring? Or no, that's a button on the jacket. <laughs> there's, there's no chance I was wearing a pinky ring. I can promise you that. Okay, but do you see? There's like some reflection <laughs> yeah. here in your pinky. Is yeah, that my fault? I see it. Yeah. Are you? Do you give me a give me like some sort of. Give me take a shot at what song you were singing here. Was there, uh, well, if I, I had mean, to guess, we know it's we know it's not no doubt like a, or sublime. I don't know if it's a I don't know if I'm singing or if we were doing some sort of because I cropped out the rest of the picture, but um the uh, I think we were like doing some sort of like posed thing, like you know, look stupid for the camera, which we certainly achieved. Uh. Well, at some point in this podcast, we're going to have to be talking about sports things, and I'm yeah, going to have to look on. back through some sort of picture, because I, I got to find a picture of myself like late high school or middle college where my hair was um, was. I'm going to derail it. Bottom right in the text I just sent is what happens <laughs> if David grows his hair out. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That ninth is... ninth grade summer. Okay, look, we can't do this forever, because we can't. No, that's... <laughs> that is... Holy crap. All right. Yeah. Can I tweet that? That was, a base, that was a baseball cat flip. No, that cannot go into what, it. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say which minor league baseball team were you? Seriously, back holy crap! Okay, listen, listen, listen. What if I find one of myself <laughs> and we put pictures of all three of us out there? What if we're all out there? We'll put Ferber's first one because I, I would not put that second one out there for him. Yeah. Um, and then, God, Dave, what shirt? What is this shirt you're wearing? In, in top this, right. Yeah. What is uh, that? That's dude? Paisley, brother. What? No, dude, that is you. You look like you fell That's out of like a, a Van Gogh painting. What? What That's is that? Did that thing school, glow man. in the Pay- dark? 
Top left, top left looked like somebody just told Dave that UVA won the national championship. No, top left. Actually, yeah, I read that's exactly what it looked like the night we did win it. Yeah. <laughs> top left looks like what, the first time I ever thought to myself, yep, him and Walter are related. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. All right. So I will look back and I will try to find one and we will share that with the masses so that they haven't wasted this entire 10 minutes of their lives. Wow. Man, some revelations <laughs> on the Cavs Corner podcast tonight. Um, so what happened when I don't have normal social interaction? Hair revelations <laughs> is uh, is a good title, um, which I'm now writing down. Okay, so um, man, if I had a horrible dad pun segue, like corny joke segue into how to you know talk about Trey Murphy, I totally would have just then, but I didn't, so I failed. Um, I would you say can joke that, about our hair sprouting and him sprouting three wow. inches. There you go. Right, talking about growth, yeah. <laughs> um, that dude. Six foot eight shooters don't. I mean, listen. I know Virginia currently has a seven foot shooter, and I don't mean I don't mean to like forget that he exists. So all of you who are you know devout um, Jay Huff unicorn people, don't don't uh, don't email me. But I mean, he was easily their top target, right? I think I think that's pretty much understood at this point. And they do pretty well in this whole bounce back recruitment thing. Um, you know, got Sam Hauser last year. Um, you know, goes back to the Anthony Gill days. They're pretty good at this. Um, I remember, I mean, Trey's name was out there a little while. Dave texted the other day. was like, now that I've watched some film, I, I would like to get him. Um, what was your initial reaction when I texted you yesterday, Dave? Um, that's nice. That's certainly better than the bad news I've been getting for the last few weeks. There. Um, no, I mean, like that kid's a player, man. And, you know, I mean, I feel like a, it's no way you can say this and not not sound like a homer. But when you look at the skill set he has and the fact that you know he, he's gotten taller, he's gotten better, and he wants to sit out a year to get stronger and then fill a role that will need to be replaced, he, he's kind of the perfect get. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've, you know, as Virginia fans, we've been very fortunate with the transfer market. And I think a lot of that, we've talked about it before, Um I think a lot of that goes to, you know, Tony not BSing guys during the initial recruiting period. You know, they, they're they more than comfortable circling back around if they don't choose Virginia ultimately. And this is another one, even though it wasn't a, a big recruitment, it was certainly something there before. Um, and the kid's game is, look, he, he's kind of that positionless player we, we always talk about. And you know, he blocks shots, he, he can finish, he's got a, you know, I think his handle is something he'll work on. I mean, it's decent for a guy his size. You don't have to be like, you know, you don't have to be hot sauce or someone when, you, when you're six eight. But um, just a really good game and, and a position that Virginia has shown when they've got a guy who can score, defend, and be versatile in that three four role, and like it, it changes the offense. Um, and he's a guy that looks like he can create his own shot too, and that will just get better as he gets stronger. What about you, Ferber? When you got that text yesterday, what was your what was your reaction? Yeah, not totally surprised. I, I thought it was coming. It seemed to be heading in that direction. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good get. I mean, in the transfer portal, you see a lot of different kinds of players. Uh, you see guys from big schools that maybe aren't getting the playing time that they want or, or you know, want some other sort of experience. So they're going to usually mid-majors. Um, you think about, like, Marco Anthony last year going to Utah State. Uh and then there's players that are just like the fit's not right or the coach left. And then there's guys like Trey Murphy who 
were at smaller schools, maybe overlooked out of high school, um, and then blew up, uh, and then now they're you know prime targets on the transfer market because not only are they have they proven their abilities, or maybe like in Murphy's case, got bigger. Um, it's not just that they're also seasoned in a way that your incoming freshmen just aren't going to be having not played any college basketball yet. So, I mean, UVA's ability to add a guy like that who already looks like a good player and now is going to get a year to kind of just sit in the gym and get bigger. Um, I think it's just a, it's a great uh, addition to the team. It makes a lot of sense from a roster construction standpoint with Wolda Tensai leaving after this year and Hauser leaving after this year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a great fit for him, and it's a great fit for UVA. I've always said that, and I mentioned this in the um, takeaways piece, but but Tony Bennett's always been a bird-in-hand recruiter, right? And when he, when he has a chance to recruit guys he's already recruited, that sense of, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about, right, the relationships, and Wilford mentioned this in the uh, Q&A I did last week where, you know, they're real big on relationships. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a center of – you know, kind of the 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 way that they do things. Um, but I do also think that it's not just on these bounce back recruitments. It's not just that they, um, you know, they they're to Dave's point about you know that they are very good at you know being real with people and that that helps them later on. But I also think because Tony is a bird in hand kind of recruiter, when he's already when he's already looked at your game, whether he decided to offer and then. You, you came back to him later on like Braxton Key or or you maybe in the situation of Trey, he, he wasn't tall enough. Well, now he has he's already got an understanding of who you are. He's already got an understanding of your game, and now he has more college experience to put with it. Um, he's going to push hard to get that done so that he's not wading into the, in you know, kind of uncertainty of just, you know, normal recruiting per se. I felt like from, to Ferber's point, that the roster construction piece – I mean, even if you didn't think the kid was, um, you know, uber talented, even if you just thought it was a, a decent ad, the, the roster construction part in and of itself is huge. Like, to, to, to pull a kid who, who wants to sit, regardless of whether or not the NCAA says play right away, you have the, the opportunity to pair him with Mike Curtis. You have the opportunity for him to, to basically, as, as Mike London used to say, soak. Um, to soak a little while, and then, you know, it kind of just falls naturally. Also, too, like... With his length and his shooting ability, you pair him with a guy like Jabri, who can get to any spot he wants to. Um, and I mean, heck, they might make us look good. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 <laughs> if one of us was on the floor with him, like that's a that's a formidable pairing. And you, then you 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 take into you know kind of the other pieces around. I, I just think also too like looking forward at a time when there's so much uncertainty in terms of recruiting. Um, at a time when you're not really sure when vi- new next visits might happen, now they are very clear on what they need in that 21 class, right? They've got three scholarships. They know they need a big. They know they need a guard. But they know exactly the kind of pieces around them. Um, and I think that that's probably just as important, um, you know, in, a, in, a, in the big scheme of things. Um, in the out year, I mean, recruiting in, in, in general right now is just weird. But recruiting the out years is even harder because you're just not sure what – you know, because there's all this turmoil, right? Not just in terms of visits and recruitments in general, but also too, like what's the NCAA going to do, and how how are they going to respond, and what's it all look like, and when's it really get restarted? Um, so having a kid like this take up your last scholarship is like a perfect situation. Um, you know, I don't think that there's another transfer that I heard of 
or, or saw or scouted or read about or whatever that I would think would be a better fit than this kid. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, there have definitely been years when Virginia's done very well in the transfer market, but when's the last time, well, I mean, this is the best one, right? Like, you know, key was obviously a big addition, no, no pun intended on the key part. Um, Hauser was a big addition. Gill was a big addition, but man, I, I don't know. I, I felt like, I feel like Murphy is exactly what they needed and they got it. And you, um, it's hard not to be excited considering the talent that's already, you know, on the roster. Um, any question marks? Yeah, and he fits. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, in that, you know, just in that case, you know, know. just say, say whatever you were about to say before I asked the question. No, I mean, I don't think there's any question marks with him just because I, you know, he, he's a proven guy. I mean, um, you know, whether he's a two-year player, like I mean, <laughs> there's there's a chance he can always. You know, come out at two thirty or you know two thirty with a, a much improved game at six eight or even taller. Um, you know, when he does after his redshirt season, and only be here one year. But you know, I'll take that because that means he did something right. Um, but I just like I just love the way he fits with what's on the roster. Now, obviously, we might have some attrition in the next two years, but um, you know, with, who knows what Shedrick's going to become? But if you get you know, if you're talking about a lineup with you know, let's potentially Shedrick on the floor. Murphy on the floor or Jabri on the floor, whoever, you know, McCorkle at the two or whoever it might be. And then Beekman at the one um, or Beekman at the two and Kihei at the one, even like that's a lot of height. Um, you know, if you got, you know, let's say you got, you move Beekman to the, to the off guard um, as your starter and you've got Kihei out there just dogging the, you know, dogging the um, opposing point guard. And then everyone on that team's got length. Um, it's a really hard team to pass around. It's a really hard team. You know, Virginia's hard to drive on, period. Uh, but then you, you get that kind of size in the back back end. Um, that's pretty good. And, you know, that's what we had. So, you know, that's what the team had when when Jay and Mamadi were playing well together with Braxton on the wing um, this year. But these guys have a little more length than that. So we've, we've seen – you just add – you know, it, it seems like Virginia's always had guys that are – that are more one than the other, you know, more offense than defense or more defense than offense. And the last couple of years, like you're starting to get these players that are, that are both. And yeah. I, I think that's what, yeah, that's, that's much more fun. Yeah. Like I wrote in the thing, like you're talking about a kid who, who not only led his team with three pointers, but also led him in dunks and, and blocks. Now, maybe that's more about rice than it is about anything else, but I, that's still not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a kid with a lot of, a lot of potential, and when you think about like fit, right? Like a lot of times I, I try to explain this to people. Like I need to, I need to be able to think in my head and think, can this guy scramble? Right. So when I say that, what I mean is like on the defensive end, when somebody has helped ball is going to get reversed. Can they scramble and get back in position and basically, you know, shut the water off. Right. Can a guy, can he do that? And I, I feel like this kid can do that. The fact that he still re- retained a lot of those guard like skills, even though he's now six foot eight, with what I forget what seven foot something wingspan. Um, I, I feel like in, and this is no shade at, at Jay Huff, but I do think that like being able to use his length is a little bit different than trying to use Huff's length in terms of the shot, right? Like you can do a lot of different things when the guy is uh, as versatile as this kid is, but still has a lot of the smaller guy skills as this guy does. Right. So it's not like he's just a, he's not just a tall guy who can shoot. Um, and that's where the, the Mike Curtis piece comes in. 
um, being able to really let him kind of find himself. I'm, I'm, you know, you mentioned Caden Shedrick. I'm really excited about what that kid could, could be. Um, because a lot of the same things we're saying about Murphy were things that are true about Shedrick too, right? Guys who guard like skills, who grew up fast and have, you know, you give them some extra time to sort of develop. Um, for Rob, I'll ask you the same question too. Any, any potential downsides to this? Like where, what are your concerns for, for Trey? I mean, it's a big step up in competition. That's um, fair. That's fair. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. The conference USA isn't like playing in, you know, the MIAC or whatever. Uh, but I mean, and we've seen guys go from smaller leagues to bigger teams and play well. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, I mean, honestly, if I had a downside, it's just the timing of all of the craziness going on right now. And, you know, not knowing when guys are going to actually get back together and all that. Um, but that applies to every player that's joining every team, right? Yeah, true. That's true. All right, so Virginia picks up a huge commitment from from Trey Murphy. Heck of a way to get your week started. And then <laughs> the tw- <laughs> I don't know how all right. So there's a Twitter account that popped up. This sounds so like tinfoil haddish. Um there's a Twitter account that popped up. Well, in, in fairness, we didn't just see the tweet and go. You know, True. Like we, there True. was some other stuff out there, and yeah. you know, it, it didn't seem like a crazy idea either. True. Um, so I don't even know how to describe it. So, like, basically, a Twitter account calls Trevor Keels uh, from Paul the Six to UVA, happening soon. Or they they basically said they expected him to commit soon. Their their projection or their um um what are the, what's the word I'm I'm losing the word wow brain broken anyway they said their pro, not projection prediction there it is wow uh was for UVA to be the the one to get the nod all right so then everybody and their brother and now whether that's related to the specific tweet or whatever but it's worth saying that like however many of these guys did before that or who this person is or whatever. Um, they nailed it and they did it again with Isaiah Todd leaving Michigan and they did it again with, um, the kid who committed to Arizona state tonight. Um, so, I mean, look, there, there, there seems like there's something, there's some there there. I think that's fair. Right. Um, so anyway, so then begins like the UVA fans trying to, I don't want to say trying to be greedy because of course everybody would want their literally one of their top two targets or their top target at that position to, to pick them. Um, personally, as somebody who runs a sports website in the middle of a, a pandemic, I'm, I'm fine with them making sure we space all these things out. Uh, we social distance the uh, commitments and news so as to provide for um, as much conversation and content as possible in the meantime. Uh, but I mean, listen, Keels is easily their top, you know, dude at that position. Um, he seems to be the guy uh, they've, been targeting for the entirety of the cycle. Um, I don't know if he's trolling some UVA fans with his Instagram stuff. Like he's, he wears that, that UVA championship. Was it a sweatshirt or a shirt or whatever? He wears that a lot. Um, and so I don't know if he's doing that on purpose and enjoying it, or if he genuinely just really likes wearing that shirt. I don't know. Um, so there was a period of time there today where we thought, man, this could be really a thing. And then once we tracked it down a little harder, um, finally got, you know, some confirmation that it wasn't going to be. Um, I mean, I don't feel like, I don't feel like UVA missed on anything, but, you know, 
it definitely had some there was a there's a part of me that got a little uh you know what was the what, what year was the class with Kai Parham and Michael Johnson and um Ahmad Brooks you know all committing on the same day or whatever 4 2000 no, two. I think it was like O two, right? Yeah, yeah, two thousand one or two. I think it was two. That was the year that had like Michael Johnson in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was O two. Yeah, that's that's a future podcast. Let's not ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, fair point. All right, we so... gotta we gotta save every not, uh, morsel <laughs> right. of information we, gotta, we can. We gotta prepare for winter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So I guess I want you guys to give me some some response. Give me some reaction. Um, I'm guessing Dave, you were a little bit more excited about all this once it was a, it was a thing, but, um, I mean, were you deflated once you, once you found out that, uh, unfortunately, at least as of yet, uh, that news is not imminent. No, cause I kind of missed the hubbub today. I was busy trying to figure out what's going on with the emergency you know, loan stuff. But anyway, um, I did yeah, see the exactly tweet. Like, oh, where were, where were you when this happened? Where were you, where were, yeah. you, yeah. where were you when Trevor Keel like said, no, I'm not committing. Yeah. yeah this, this is not the. Bill Sims commits to UVA moment for me. Um, what if I told you? The, uh, <laughs> another podcast idea thrown away. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I saw the tweet the other. It was a two night. No, two we already ago. we already threw away the podcast for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Just yeah, that's true. That never, do, never um, be heard from again. Yeah, I mean I kind of missed the hubbub about whether it was real or not because I saw the the tweet from that account what yesterday or the day before, um, and in fact they got. Uh, What's the kid's name? Uh, Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. The fact they got that one right maybe gives a little more credence. So who knows what it is? Then I, I went back and saw it. Like I didn't. When you texted the day, I went on the board a little while after and saw your your what was then at that point unpinned post. So sorry I missed the hubbub. But um, well, there was I mean, only he, about twenty minutes player. where it was really out there. It was really yeah, sad for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a great player. I mean, I mean I, I want to get him, um, especially. You know, in-state recruiting isn't that important in basketball, but like he, he's a, a really good player in-state, and um, you know, so yes, I mean, I, I like to get the get. I don't care if it's today, tomorrow, you know, two months from now. Um, he definitely, I, I don't know if he's number one on my list, but he's the number one guard on my list um, of the guys out there. So, yeah, I mean, long story short, I missed it. Well, fair enough. Well, like Afton Reed is good, man. <laughs> like I'm no. kid too. Well, that's the thing is that like it's fair. It, like if if I if if you if you gave Tony Bennett truth serum and you said you can only have one, his bigger need is in the in the post. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want Keel. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think yeah. that we can say that they're their top targets without you know they're like I'd say they're code number one. Yeah, they're code number mm-hmm. ones. They're like one A, one B. You know. Yeah, not yeah, not to get off the rails, but you know, with with the but the likelihood of this like no sit out transfer thing coming up next year or the year after, you know, assuming, you know, we don't need to have this clause every time, like assuming basketball gets back to normal or whatever. But I mean, at some point as a Virginia fan, because of the way Tony recruits, like, I think while the sit out year really helps Virginia, like the fact that it'll be easier for kids to transfer <laughs> makes recruiting a little easier for Tony. Um, yeah, Cause he's going to have, ways, yeah. There's going to be a lot of coaches that that burn bridges with that guy on his initial one, that, and Tony won't do that. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, so I'm not, I'm never really panicked. Yeah, yeah Tony's I'll be problem is that he's like that too honest with people, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think if 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 there are schools positioned to win or lose, if the sit out rule goes away, UVA's positioned to win because yeah. Yeah. because I mean, think about it too. 
I hate to say it this way. Oh no. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think anybody would actually, you know, have this logical take as a recruit, but if you're weighing UVA versus, I don't know. I'm just going to use Michigan as an example. Um, you know, you you know in the back of your mind like, well, if it doesn't work out, you know, I can always transfer and UVA might be an option then, you know? Like obviously these guys have if nothing else kept UVA in the back of their minds when they've gone on to other schools. Um maybe not Trey Murphy so much cuz obviously UVA is a pretty big step up from Rice. Um, but like Austin Nichols, for example, Darius Thompson was a kid that UVA recruited. Oh God, I forgot about both of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, those are both well, guys. One's that... okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, you know, you know what I mean? Um, I also, I went back and, uh, the other day I went back and read that Tony Bennett expose thing I wrote after the national championship game. And I realized that there was an error because early in the thing I said, you, he hasn't had to dismiss a player for, from the program in years, thinking that the most recent one was like early in his tenure. And it was not as early as I thought. Yeah, um, it was only the first five-star he ever signed, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I mean, those are two examples of guys that like were recruited by UVA, went somewhere else, and then decided, hey, I'm going to you know, come back over. Um, Sam Hauser, obviously, another example, and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean. I think that you know, with ha- not having to sit out a year, I think it makes people even more intrigued by what UVA can do because I think the way that a lot of them look at it is, uh, I am I am where I like a a, a guy like uh, Trey coming in like, I think he's thinking, what do I need to do? I need to I, I'm good enough to play on a bigger stage, and I need to try to see what I need to do to get to the next level. So I think. I'll be better off for having gone through there. I think Hauser, and he had some other issues probably, but I mean, I think he was probably thinking along the same lines, right? So, I mean, I think UVA is in a good position because of their reputation to take players from where they are to a better position, especially on the defensive end, and kind of prepare them for professional basketball. Yeah, UVA's done a really good job of really kind of selling that to recruits and i don't i don't say yeah it's like that's how they market the program right is it like hey you're gonna get better and we're gonna get you ready for the next level and even if maybe it's not the one and done factory it's clearly a a a place where you can go get ready and 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 head to the league um and i mean this team you know is is probably the one that they're about to have is going to have several pros on it right i think we all can kind of agree on that yeah Um, you know at what point in your like as your as your program gets better like like we've watched Virginia over the last 10, 11 years. Um, at what point do, do you stop like feeling like it's a shock when recruits want to play for you? Like, um, you know, the second championship. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it, I it's so weird, I mean, isn't it? We're kind of, yeah, I think there we're there. It's guys. just, we're hard. It's hard for us to realize it yet. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, think... the thing with Keels today that came out, that was really the, the, the takeaway. I mean, the actual, besides the fact that he's not committing right now is that UVA is in a good spot. Yeah, that in itself is pretty. I mean, like because I had people like sending me that tweet the other day and saying, like, is this real? Who is this person? This, you know, whatever they don't miss or whatever they're called. Um, And I was like, well, the guy started tweeting yesterday, so I would probably take that with a grain of salt. But I also said when Duke is involved, you kind of have to pump the brakes always because it's just hard to get those players. Um but the fact that UVA is where they are is is a sign that things have have sort of changed, and I think getting Jabri last year is is another sign of that. I mean, listen, when the number fifteen player in the country, you know, uh, 
wants to, you know, if, if that's what it is, I mean, he's 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 a five star. Um, <laughs> we have him higher than than Reed. I mean, but listen, like I, I think that's a good question, Dave. I I think that on some level, I I think I'm already there. He doesn't surprise me. Like if a kid was like the number one player in the country, like if Virginia had really gotten like. Michael Porter Jr. or whatever, right? Yeah, like a one and done, like a bonus. Like, yeah, five. I think the one and done is the only thing at this point. I mean, even a five. Like, if Keels commits, I, I, I mean, maybe it's because he's from Fairfax, but, like, um, if, if Keels commits, I won't be shocked. I'll be um, happy that all the people in the message board are happy, and I think that's part of, part of my yeah. my sickness right now, right, is that, like, part of me is like, oh, man, like, like this is really good news, right? But I do... <laughs> Brad texted me earlier. Was like, "What should I say that doesn't make people upset?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's funny how like you have to sort of look through that frame. But like, because he could have easily been like, "Sounds like it's headed in that direction," which is what other. I mean, not any of our competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah people no. in other markets were doing, and it's like you know, and they don't even stand to benefit from that because they don't cover you. Yeah, my but... my problem is I always have to feel like I have to say everything as opposed to just saying like the smallest literal smallest i mean amount. to just pull back the curtain a little bit you don't want to be the guy that didn't go far enough and then it <laughs> happens and everybody else had it and you're like well i didn't you know i i decided to be careful I, and then it's gonna you know my personal like i think we were probably i mean like i don't i think we were probably first on the news yesterday like yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, poke, I mean, we poked the bear a little bit on that one. Although yeah, I don't, but, that's but, then, I mean. but, but, that, but then you, you put yourself out there. You didn't yeah. you know, sit, not do anything. Here's the thing. And this is actually, I talk about pulling back the curtain. So the Keels thing is a perfect example. Like, so I don't think that, that that Twitter account put it out there. And so then he decided not to commit. I don't think that's how it happened. Yeah. That's um, not what happened. You know, that's not, that's not a thing. I, I do think though, that for me, like I, like when I've, I know something good is coming. I typically don't go public, public, right? Because the last thing I want to do, right, <laughs> like however many Twitter followers I got or whatever, I do not want to put anything on Twitter and actually have a kid get spooked. And it's my fault. Like, I, I'm not a fan of cutting off my nose to spite my face. Like, if, it, if I hear good news, let that thing be behind the paywall. Um, and, and that's all cool in the gang. I am not putting that stuff on Twitter and <laughs> having some sort of situation where like, then some kid gets, you know, freaked out because the, the news got out and they didn't want it to get out and boom. So I figured, and we'll always do this. So if you are a listener of this podcast, you should subscribe because I don't, I don't put everything on Twitter. Um, but no, I mean like the, the idea that, that the kid, um, you know, it, it was at least enough out there to, to shake some trees. But but then again, like everything I shook, nothing came back that other than when the UVA sources are deep and quiet like that, sometimes it means something's up. Now, sometimes it's bad news. Sometimes it means DeAndre Hunter broke his wrist, right? Um, but sometimes it, it's good news, right, with the Murphy kid committing. Um, so, I mean, there's just there was just not enough there there for me to be, you know, to throw my neck um, – um, in there, but at the same time, like I felt like if if we can give people context, and I want to do that, um, even if it even if the end of the day you're like you know it's just the you know the 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 I'm not sure um, emoji, you know I was like oh, I don't know, um, but no, like I I felt like you know if the Keels kid decided to commit, I think he would commit even if that account. I mean, because clearly that account's called several others and you know didn't stop you know those kids from committing. And at least one of those kids that committed is like super duper duper drama. Um, if ever there was a kid that might um, that that might not commit because some random Twitter account leaked it, you know, it might be him. Um, 
but anyway, I, I I just think that the whole the whole thing was fun in general, but also too like I kind of feel bad because the Trey Murphy thing deserved its own moment in the sun, in a way, and it it's impossible for you know for humans to not be excited about something that's that's exciting, you know what I mean? But yep. Anyway, and we got to spread this news out. That's right. We got to spread. <laughs> we got to have what whatever content distancing, you know, whatever, um, you know, whatever we got to do. Um, so the fun fact is we have three different, I wrote down three different topic or excuse me, three different title suggestions and I can't read any of them. Um, hair revelations. That's what it is. Hair revelations. Uh, maybe that's actually pretty good. Um, so anyway, so I, I mean, I don't know how much, if you guys have anything else on that, um, and we can, we, we have, I got plenty on your hair if you want to move. No, no, we're not going to, no, I said we would tweet it out. We'll, we'll, we'll withstand Twitter talking smack about us tomorrow. Um, although Dave, I guess you, you have multiple pictures in your, in your picture. I don't feel, I don't think it's fair for me to tweet out one picture of me and one picture of Ferber. Yeah, I'll you gotta you gotta choose one of them, and please don't make it the the lamest one. Uh, no, no, it's got to my no, it's got to be it's got to be the mullet. Okay, yeah, the mullet is is strong, but I, but I feel like a, we talked is, about the that shirt. That's two months of no growth. You, yeah, that's two that's months. Right. You can grow you could grow a mullet in two months. That that hair was like from the end of school to uh, three months, so end of school okay. till the school started. Right, that, yeah, that makes more sense. I was like, holy crap! Yeah. Like, well. I, I, how long? How long do you think it would take you to grow that much hair now? Um, a year? Infinity, because my wife would cut it while Inf- I'm sleeping. He said infinity. <laughs> That's great. Infinity. Uh, um, all right. Well, in that case, I think next week we'll come back and bar in any sort of breaking news or anything like that. Maybe do one of our what if episodes. Um, should I ask the people to send us what ifs, or should we just we should just do those ourselves? What do you think? This is a question I feel like I should have asked offline. Let's do our first one on our own topic and then okay. solicit them for the next so we, one. So we'll decide later if we're yeah. going to split them up because, you know, split, <laughs> split up this content, guys. Um, so we'll do one on football and one on basketball. And I'm, I'm not sure which one we'll do first. Uh, we've talked a lot of basketball lately, so maybe we'll talk uh, football. Uh, unless someone recruits, then we'll go talk basketball. <laughs> unless some five-star kid wants I mean, to commit, I mean, and then we'll, we'll talk about that for ad nauseum. Oh, but you know what would be really funny, though, from a conspiracy theory point of view? Would be if, like, 48 hours, Keels does commit, right? And then everybody would be like, oh, he was going to commit, like, on Tuesday, but he only waited because of this stupid Twitter account, you know? Um, or if the Twitter account could still claim it because the statute of limitations hadn't actually run out yet. I think they can claim it forever. Claim it forever, you know. Well, they did yeah, say until it doesn't. They happen, said they said soon, right? Um, um, they said I think they said soon, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Um, well, something like that. Something like that. All right. <laughs> well, if uh, if if folks have ideas, hold them for now. We will uh, we will probably solicit those at some point uh, in the near future. But uh, yeah, I think we're that that about does us uh, at least for this evening. Um, if you are somebody out there who has uh, found the pod through the website, thank you very much for giving us a listen. If you don't mind, look us up on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, wherever it is that you can find your programs. And if you're so inclined, give us a rating and review. It helps to get us out in front of more people. Uh, if you found the pod but have not given us a look at the site yet, check us out, CapsCorner.com. Let's see, right now uh, we've got Trey Murphy stuff, so Corey caught up with him for the interview after. I got the three takeaways piece. Um, I had that Q&A with Williford that I mentioned um, Ferber finished up his season in review. 
um, last week, um, I wrote a column. Wait, that was last Monday. That was before the pod. So I can't, can't claim that. I talked to um, somebody near and dear to all of our hearts. Um, and I can't believe none of, you, none of you guys gave me crap for, for co-opting Dave's tailgate as the Cavs Corner podcast tailgate. But anyway, um, Malachi Fields. Spon- sponsored by Maker's Mark. <laughs> sponsored by that, that bottle of Maker's Mark, which, you know, if football is played, won't be there because, you know, they beat Tech. Um, Malachi Fields right here talked next about. To me now. Uh, <laughs> nice. Is it empty? Oh yeah, it's empty. Will it? Will it, wait? Will it? Say. Will it still come to games or no? No. Is it no, like that, an unofficial that one mascot? Done its duty. <laughs> it's like an unofficial mascot. You, you could bring it to games and remember, like, remember in 2019. Um, so, anyways, Malachi Fields, uh, a kid we all know pretty well, talked about his uh, basically living a dream, committing to UVA, which um, you know I thought was it was a fun story, especially because we know the kid. Um, he's uh, I'm really excited that uh, that he's going to be a who. Let's see. Um, Fanatics is going through some sort of change, so I don't know if you hit the Fanatics link right now. Maybe it still works, but uh, the affiliation situation. Wow, that's a good podcast title. The affiliation situation. Well, we'll we'll be tweaked soon. But anyway, uh, hit the link for now. Any gear that you need, whether it's UVA or otherwise, uh, helps to support the show. We appreciate that. Um, let's see. Anything else? No, I think that's it. So again, I want to thank everybody for the continued support of the show. Thank uh, Dave and Ferber for giving graciously of their free time. They're copious amounts of free time. Uh, I still appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. For David Spence and Justin Ferber, I'm Brad Franklin, publisher of CavsCorner.com. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you soon.